Welcome back to the Evolution Pod Club. I am your host, Jackie Seiden. Okay, today's guest, I would describe her as an absolute angel human, and you're going to discover that for yourself soon enough. Her story is so inspiring and uplifting that after listening to her story, you are going to be convinced that you can make anything happen in your life at any time, because that's how it makes me feel. She's the coach and creator of Raising Confidence, a course she created for children, teens, and young adults to create a mindset that empowers and inspires them to live their best life. And you can learn more about Ashley, her one-on-one coachings, her programs. She has a six-step formula or, you know, just to connect with her and maybe contact her through her website, ashleygonner.com, which you'll find below. She also has her own wildly successful podcast, Uncover Your Magic, which I had the honor of doing with Ashley, even though honestly, when I think about it, I cringe a little because I was so sick and so foggy like headed. that I have no idea what I said, but we both know that everything is always working out. So we both know that it was absolute perfection in that moment. And obviously nothing could go wrong with a leader like Ashley. I am just so happy she's here. Finally, I've wanted to have her on the podcast. She said yes immediately because she, like I said, is an angel and is just always acting on inspiration, recognizes inspiration. And you are going to hear more about this. It's thrilling. Please welcome Ashley Garner. <laughs> wow, Jackie. I knew I was, I was hoping <laughs> I was going to hear you. And then I was like, whoa, I, you make me feel like I'm a, a movie star. You are. Oh my gosh. You're more, you're more fabulous you're a movie than a star. movie star. No, no, no. You are <laughs> honestly. So, okay. I went back and I listened to your first episode. Oh, funny. Of Uncover your magic. And I was agog, my jaw on the floor hearing your story is so magical that it's, that's what I mean by it honestly has stuck with me. And I think about it and I want, I want you to sort of pick up when you had just gotten your divorce and you came back to San Diego. And I kind of, if you don't mind, want you to share with my listeners your story of how you started to follow your inspiration. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. I want to hear it all. It's amazing. If you don't mind sharing that with us. I'd love to. You know, it's so funny that you've been listened. I think back, I don't think I've gone back to listen to that first episode. You know, when you first start out podcasting and you're like, what do I say? Do I I read it? (laughs) So blown away because you had such a clear image of what your podcast was from the very first episode, you just planted that seed and said, this is going to be about hearing people's stories and being inspired by their stories. And let me start with my story. And again, I was so inspired even by that. So please, please share. And I will of course be jumping in because I will have to, (laughs) it makes me so excited. Oh, well, so, I mean, I grew up in Washington and met a guy that was going to you know, thought he was my, you know, husband, um, moved to Montana, lived there for three years. The last of the four years I lived there, we got married, knew it was wrong walking down the aisle. Cause everyone's there. That whole thing where shoot, I should have canceled it, <laughs> but it was a fun family reunion and we did have a great time. And then a year late into it, I just, you know, this wasn't working. This isn't what, this isn't my true self. I just kept feeling like I was a fish out of the water that even being in Montana wasn't me, you know, I just wasn't me. So while he was at work left in a U-Haul with my dog, I was running my dad's business at the time in the house, had to bring his stuff up to, he was living in the San Juan islands in Washington state, do all that. My dad takes the business back. And then I just knew my calling. I wanted to live in San Diego again. And that's where I, I went to college there and it just, it was always home. So would, <laughs> um, would leave on like on a couple days, leave my dog at my dad's and go fly and try to find these jobs, landed this job selling DSL filters. Didn't know what they were still don't. <laughs> I couldn't tell you what they are, <laughs> like, yeah, that's but okay. I know that it was just like all divinely guided. It was like, okay, 
So they gave me this job. I've met these people at this, um, at this company, a couple of them, like one of my managers was like into numerology and astrology. And we just like opening that up. And then they started taking, it's like landmark, you know, how Shoshana went to landmark and I was just listening. Do I know? Yes, I do recall. Yeah. (laughs) So I went to a thing called, they, they let all the employees go to this PSI seminars. And I, I did landmark too after that, but Mm -hmm. similar. So what is PS? People synergistically involved. Thank you. Basically what we do with Joshua. I mean, it's all, it's kind of like Abraham Hicks. It's just like how Shoshana said, like, you know, landmark is all, it's all the same. It's just where you are to hear it. Yeah. So I remember thinking, oh, that's a weekend. And people would come home from that seminar. Like they drank the Kool-Aid and I'm like, oh my gosh, what, what are we doing? What are we going to go do? So we finally go. Oh, it was like this, it cracked me wide open. And I was like, this is how you can live. Mm. So sign up for the seven day, don't have money. It's like $3,000. I'm like, (laughs) put it on my credit card. And then I go to the seven day. It's in San Francisco, opens me up wider. Then I come home, I'm at this job and I'm like, it's just not right. I, I have more, there's so much more to life than sitting at this, in this job that I don't even know what I'm doing. Right. And, um, So then I go to the 10 day and it's all women's, um, seminar. It's an all women, um, women's leadership seminar. And I came back and I quit the job and I had nothing. And I, that, that seminar was probably $5,000. I mean, or more, I don't remember, but you know, I'm just putting this stuff on my cards. And at the time I was living in a uh, cute little house on the beach. And one of my friends, you know, they'd always be like, gosh, you spend so much money on rent. I, I really didn't know. I probably lived paycheck to paycheck and then was adding this stuff to my credit card. Wow. So then I come home from that seminar, quit the job. And I just started writing out all the things I learned you know, I'm writing in this journal, like all the things I want to do. I want to get massages weekly. I want to, um, have the certain car and, you know, all the things that, you know, we've learned, you know, in, in this personal development, all this stuff. And so I'm just working in that. My friend calls and says, um, my sister's, um, waxing lady is selling her spa. Do you want to buy it? And I said, Oh, well, I'll go meet her. I mean, sure enough, I do no job, no, no job. income, d- no. credit card debt, rent. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not questioning it. I just no. know she's asking. That's right. For, okay. Go meet this old lady that has this old rundown place. But I thought, well, it's, it's a start. Mm. So we figure out how to work. Funny, you did mention take- the weekly massages. Yeah. But isn't that funny? That's yeah. what I, but why I say that is I was looking at it like I had the freedom and the money to go do and treat myself. Cause I, in my, in my life at that stage, I probably had five facials at the most and maybe five. So I wasn't that cut. I'd never really treated myself. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at it. Like, of course I was was finding something that was going to allow me to have freedom to be able to have the money to go do that. Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was going to be a spa, but, um, (laughs) So anyway, meet her, we figure out how I can get, I mean, I'm getting stuff off my credit card to pay her this money to go buy her junky stuff. And then I have to meet the landlord so he can approve me. And I, at the time I didn't, it didn't even enter my mind. Like, who is this lady? She's never had a business, but this guy's going to believe me and take, you know, say my word is he's going to say yes to it. Now, my husband now is in commercial real estate. And when I told him that story, he goes, no one in their mind would ever let you sign a lease to have this space. So go back to meet her the day, the uh, landlord and he, uh, her place flooded that day. So I couldn't meet him at her place. We had to go to another suite in the same building to just meet. And I walked in, I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is it. I could see the entry. There was an, it was like all these different rooms. There was a huge space in the back that I knew I could have like vision board parties and yoga and all these like lunch. Yeah. I just had this vision and he looked at me like, Oh, I go, this is the best spot. Like this is a plate. He's like, this is like three times her rent. I go, I don't care. Oh, it's 11, 11. (laughs) magic. Um, right now. Yeah. 11, 11. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, well, I mean, we, he, he, for some reason, 
I mean, I went home and did all my like visualized, saw that he said, yes, I knew that he liked, you know, and like, he just really knows and trusts me. (laughs) Oh, that was something about this story too. You would take these runs on the beach with your dog and you would really think about what you've written in your journals and what you want until you cultivated the feelings of having it. And I think that was so key because it wasn't just the writing down of your desires, you know, I want this, I want that, but you really sort of soaked it in until you felt the feeling of having it, which of course, as we know, is what attracts more of that feeling because it's a feeling reality. You and I both talk about this. You're always feeling something. So when you cultivate those feelings, that is when you then draw the things to you that give you those feelings. So that was a really powerful part of this story too. Right. And it's so important, you know, like I would feel the feelings I would, I, yeah, go running on the beach with Gunner and I'd be like, oh, I just, I would have goosebumps or I would play music that would inspire me to like get to that vibrate now, you know, Mm -hmm. talking how we talk, you know, at the time it wasn't, I mean, I listened to Abraham Hicks. So I, at that time, but not to the point where I'm at now, obviously, but yeah, I do things to get my vibration up. I'd have you know, I'd turn the music up when I got home and I'd have coffee. I'd, I mean, I would get so into it. And then he said, yes. And I, so I started the, I didn't have anything. I brought all of her old furniture, all of her old, like facial tables that were probably 30 years old. Crazy. What did I just pay for? (laughs) I guess I paid for the, the, the idea. I don't know. (laughs) So get, bring all the stuff in. So you're, are you lugging this stuff? I just have uh-huh. this visual of you yes. literally with these giant chairs, just mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> dragging them into yep. the other suite. Okay. Yes, I am. Just checking them over. Yeah. And it was just like old stuff. You would, so get it all in there. And I just, you know, at the time there was no, we had flip phones. I, there was no um, internet, right. nothing. And I remember um, maybe I put it on Craigslist. Yeah. Like I was That's how we did it. Yeah. Yeah. But people would start coming and wanting jobs and they were kind of, I know they were angels because they were just these beautiful girls that were like, you know, the the free spirit of the massage therapist, you know, how they're really kind of like Reiki healers would come and Qigong's. I mean, it was just like, where where are these people coming from? And I'm not kidding you. It was not where I was. It just started. Maybe the word of mouth was, you know, people would say, oh, I have a friend. So I got fully people came in. Just started, one divine occurrence after yes, or just, but I, I was in this open of, I just knew that it was going to have to happen. I had put, I mean, I had to pay my credit cards, <laughs> but I was like, I just need this to work. And I really never, I didn't have that. I didn't go home and lose sleep. You know, you would think right. like, oh my gosh, what have I done? I never did. It wasn't even like so that. excited. I was so excited to finally have uh, my own worth because I never did. This and is your own business. Own and yes. by the way, a masseuse, it doesn't matter how old that table is. You can book a massage with an amazing masseuse. And, right. you, you know, so you really were starting your business. Right. Okay. I just, so I can't get over it. I get it going. And my a friend comes into town. We go have sushi and we're sitting there and my phone rings and I hear sirens and I'm like, Hello. <laughs> and it was a girl that worked for me that had lived up like and heard the sirens. I don't know how how she heard that it was the spa, but the spa caught on fire. And I get I go leave the restaurant, come to the spa, and I'm like, it's just soaking. I mean, the firemen are coming out, and it's just you know all the sprinklers had you know taken over. And I was like another flood. Huh, yeah, wow, it's like three months into it, and I mean, really before that, <laughs> I. I forgot the big part. I went and bought a house. Oh, yeah, was, the house. Yeah. I went. Yeah, we got to insert the house because that was another. Okay. So yeah. let's, let's, by the way, when you had said that the spa caught on fire, I immediately thought, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> this, this is like perfect. I knew exactly. Okay. So pause now. You have this business, right. this new spa that you're getting off the ground. And it has burned to a crisp. Meanwhile, right before the before the burning of the crisp, <laughs> <laughs> I um, had 
this woman come to the spa and said, why don't you go buy a house? It's up the street. That's the neighborhood that I live in. You know, it's good prices. You're right up the, you know, I'm like, okay, so why not? So yeah. I go and I see this flyer and it looked really cute. I called the um, realtor and he's like, so sorry, it's an escrow. And I said, oh, you know, this is my house, Peter or whatever his name was. <laughs> And he's like, okay, well, if there's another house that comes in that price range, are you, I said, yeah, call me. So I'm at pier one getting candles for the opening uh, spa, my opening. I had like a grand opening where I had all the girls come and kind of do like mini facials. And so just to paint this picture again, you hadn't even opened the spa. So no income coming in necessarily. Oh, no. All going out. Out, just output. <laughs> oh, and, outgoing. And Perfect time to buy a house. Just yep. sure. We're going to get approved for a loan. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's okay. well that during that time, it was what? 2000. The way, there was totally no money sarcastic. down. No. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. that's when, you know, you could just, I, you didn't have to have a dollar to put down on a house. It was a hundred percent financing. That was yeah, why I, I even that. could entertain that. And that woman had said, you can hundred percent finance a house. I'm like, okay. So I'm, he said that house fell out of escrow. And I said, oh, perfect. And I said, I'm busy tonight, but I can come tomorrow. And he's like, okay. So I go meet him. I barely walk. I, I, the ladies are walking out and I kind of recognize them from something. And it was like the mom and I used to have our hair done at the same time. So we would visit with each other. By the way, it seems so ironic too, that you knew this woman from the salon. Right. Like, yeah. from, I don't know, for some reason, it just, it just struck me as, <laughs> just another sort of like divine wink from your angels. It was showing you the perfection. Just anyway, I love that too. So you sort of knew each other. So, yeah. So we kind of, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is your house. And she had raised her kids there and they were moving to Hawaii. And I go in and I said, okay, he goes, well, I know you're going to have to pay full price. I know what the person had before you can, there's, there's no room. I said, okay, I'll, let's just offer full price. I don't have a loan. I don't know if that can be approved. Nothing. I'm just going. And it's like, I know I used to live by the motto, fake it till you make it. But really, I was super faking it at the time. <laughs> I mean, I was like proving that saying like true. But uh, you were so, taking the leap without any net. Yes. Over and over and over again. Yes. And I yet had to. Time, you were excited and you were being led by your passions and you're working on something you're excited about. And also when you have free time, you're taking runs on the beach with your dog and playing music and making feeling good, important, constantly raising your vibration. It's just the things we keep talking about. And there's evidence. And that's what I love about that. This just keeps providing evidence because people just aren't conditioned to believe that that's how the world works. Right. But this is what your story oh, is it showing. So works. It, it is like, I, and I, so anyway. So yes. Yeah, so, okay. You no, know, he tells me there's another offer. And I said, Peter, you know, this is my house. And he said, well, that he has money to put down and he can move in right away. And you have this lease going and they have their things in pods, you know, ready to move to Hawaii. <laughs> and he calls me that night. He's like, they, they want you to live there. They saw who you were and they want you to live there. They'll figure out how to postpone their move. And I said, I told you now go find a loan, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> so it worked and I did. And I, um, you know, what going back to like understanding, you know, when you don't have fear or you, you don't even put that in your mind and you know that you get the momentum going and you understand the power of your vibration and the power of how important finding joy in your life is. Yeah. And I was so happy and free from leaving my marriage that I was like, I mean, I woke up and thought I can choose whatever I get to do today. Oh. And I live on the beach and I live in back in stand. It was just everything. I was just kept layering on. And when you do that, I mean, there's just no, you know, even knowing now after doing Joshua's work for the last couple of years, realizing that everything is perfect. You know, I didn't know all the things, you know, like everything's perfect. Even if it, in, there is a roadblock or then, you know, embrace that. Cause you know, it's not supposed to be there and, or go that way. And, and then you go this way. But I remember people saying when the five, so I buy the house, I get in, it's amazing. I'm so happy. And the, then the fire happens. So get a house. <laughs> now I have a no spa. 
And how am I going to make money to pay my house payment and my thing? So I had insurance. I didn't know what that meant. I mean, I barely, you know, paid a hundred bucks for the insurance. I mean, I don't even know. I remember I had to do it. She showed me what I had to do to get this business going. Wow. And I started making money. For, I mean, I started getting insurance money. So I bought brand new equipment. I got to put more rooms in for more services. Um, it was, I got to design it exactly the way I wanted it. I made it mine. I went to Las Vegas and went to the show to get all the cool, like the latest. Oh, it's so fun. You just never know where it's leading. And that was the quickest way to get yeah. you to the spa of your dreams, which weirdly, I don't know why this popped in my head. And I'm just going to say it to you because you have two daughters, which of course we're going to talk about. Um, I was thinking of Moana. Oh, <laughs> have funny. you seen the movie Moana? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's like when she asked the ocean for help and she wakes up on the beach and her boat is she's ashore she's like I asked you for help but then she was on the island where Maui was anyway it's just you never know how you're being led and it seems in the moment like everything's falling apart but it's it's not a breakdown it's a breakthrough you yeah, know totally you know and I remember people you know I had the board the doors for the spa all boarded up they had to go you know it was and I remember I was outside I never I never got upset and I remember people saying now don't quit. Don't let this stop. I go quit. Like that's, that didn't even enter my mind mm -mm. at all. So there was a chiropractor across the hall and the people that had bought gift certificates, they had like a facial and massage and, and lunch, like a full day at the spa. They, I don't know why, but I, I did it in this chiropractor on the weekends and I would serve them lunch and they're sitting in the, in the waiting area. And I'm like, they didn't complain. I didn't even wow. make it like that because it was like, well, they, you know, we had a fire, but we're doing it here and you know, all that stuff. So I have, um, like probably a three month period. I hired a lady to sit at my house and answer the phones because I had stuff that I wanted to go buy and get, you know, organized. Um, she answers the phone, makes the appointments, like it's still going. Um, <laughs> you know, at the time I, you do like clipper ads and the yellow pages, you know, we didn't have anything, you yeah. know, there was no, people would come by and put little posts. She did make postcards and put it on people's doors. Yeah. yeah. This is how we did it. And yeah. word of mouth. But it's like, when I was listening to that, I had such anxiety and I thought three months you did that. But oh, at no. the time I understand what you're saying about having gone out of your marriage and just waking up excited about your life and mm -hmm. feeling free and anything's right. it's almost like nothing can get me down i can survive anything what's the worst that could yes, happen totally it was I, so I get bad. that feeling i i know what you're talking about and it is the timing of course as you said is just so divine so then you now have the spa of your dreams yep you now have the Open. home of your dreams yep and then what's and then, next honey and then i'll tell you <laughs> so when i moved back i always have wanted babies i've always wanted a family and I was at the Hallmark store before I moved into my new house, like right when I moved into my little um, house that I rented when I got to San Diego, I bought a Hallmark card. I was at the Hallmark getting a birthday card and I saw this, those long skinny cards with all the writing yep. and it said my soulmate and I read it and I go, oh my gosh, if someone, if I could get that card from someone, that would be my dream. Mm -hmm. So I thought I'm going to buy it. I'm going to have, I'm going to have it in my little pantry and read it every morning when I'm having my coffee, which I did for like, gosh, five years, maybe three, well, whatever it was three years, probably. So, and I'd moved. So after I bought the house for no money down the first time I rent that out, I go buy another house with no money down. Oh, I live in that house. So I'm moving and I have this Hallmark card. So now I have a rental that I have put no money into. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. She's paying my, my house payment. Amazing. And then I go buy another house and I'm living there and I'm still reading my Hallmark card. Yeah. Well, this woman would come in and get facials and she's worked for this company called it's just lunch. And she would just got a job. And she's like, um, I want you to come up and sign up for this dating service. You've been at the spa for three years and it's time for you to start dating. And I'm like, oh, you know, so 
anyway, I don't. And then she's, I don't. Asked, I like, she's no, persistent. You. I, I, and I, you know, having your own business, you're sitting at the front. I never left. I didn't have a day off. No. But one of the girls said my mom. So the second time she asked to do that, she's like, my mom will come sit here and answer the phones. You go up and meet her and see if you want to do this. So her mom came and answered the phones. I go up to meet it's $1,500. Oh, why not add that to my credit? I was going to say, geez. <laughs> but that's a, you know, dating service. There was no. And this um, is how we, again, this yeah. is, this is precursor. There was no dating apps, you know, yeah. now it's, you have to have a service, especially if you're running a business who, who how do you meet people? How do you have time? You don't have any time. Like right. you said, no. it's not like you're so, going out to the bars. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I was too busy trying to visualize my next people I was coming. Too busy in. reading my card. <laughs> yeah, I was too busy reading my soulmate card. And taking so, walks on the beach with my dog. I didn't have yep. time. No. Okay. So okay, so busy. that's so funny. So her mom comes to answer phones just so you'll check it out. Yep. So yeah. I do pay the pay her $1,500. She's makes you sound like you're on the bachelorette and you know, <laughs> she describes all these guys, you know, Oh, you're, you're just going to be in heaven. We well, right. can't see Ashley right now, but she definitely could be on the bachelorette. She's <laughs> yeah. Gorgeous. So yeah, just FYI, this is, I actually can see, see that. Yes. Go on. Oh, so the said first everybody. <laughs> so the first guy was terrible and I called her the next day and I said, no, that is not who I described. <laughs> and she goes, okay, well, the next guy, his name's Richard. And she's kind of giving me this whole rundown. She's telling me about how he dresses. I'm like, wow, she really knows this guy. And so you go to the restaurant, you're like, hi, my name's Ashley. I'm here from, it's just lunch. I'm supposed to meet Richard. I mean, it's so degrading. Like you feel like you're like a a loser. <laughs> so I go in, sit, I can still visualize it. I can still sit, see they're sitting. He walks in, he comes over, we sit there and it was like, Oh, this is so great. Like, this is it. Yeah. And I kind of felt like it was just so easy. And so I was so excited. And I mean, then I had, she said, we'll still go on a few more just because you paid it and you might as well, you know, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You never know. <laughs> So I do. And it was still like, uh, you're like, lady, you don't know me. I'm very intuitive. Okay? Oh, and I know I can make my, I am such a quick decision maker. Me too. Um, so anyway, we start dating. He asked me to go to Hawaii on one of like, it, he's in commercial real estate back in those days, they would give the, you know, the, these guys trips, they yeah. don't do that anymore. <laughs> and so I thought, oh my gosh, I like the guy. And he invited me to go on a trip. Like I'm usually the one that's like, Hawaii. The guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, do you want to go with me? Like, I just always, you know, I think with my male energy of, you know, like trying to figure out my life, I would attract the, the feminine guy. Like, you know, he saw me as the ruler of my spa or, you know, I ran my life so strong, mm -hmm. but it was just, I was like, so used to the week, you know, not having, having to be the man all the time. Yeah. It was so wonderful to meet this guy that was like, oh, you want to go to Hawaii? I'm like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> so I lived in Carlsbad. He, we were going to fly out of LA. So he drove up to stay the night that night. And he gave me a, pre a photo. It was a photo album, like in the old days when you had photo albums with a little cutout on the front cover that had our first picture. Cause I think we'd only had one picture so far and a card. And so I'm, and I'm opening the card and I look at it and I go, oh my gosh, this card is in my pantry. Looks like it's by like five years old <laughs> all. And I know I could recite it. Like I knew it by heart, but I didn't want to ruin it. And I'm reading the card and he's like, you know, you know, watching me, <laughs> but I don't say anything. And so we go to bed, get up, get to the, I mean, seat. by the way, that's a drop the mic moment yes, right there. Is. He gives you the soulmate card. Exact card. If you are not the greatest manifester of all time. <laughs> the exact card, Jackie. Can you and, imagine? Like, what I would just, you be doing? Like, and I also just want to emphasize the three years of it all. Because if I, I'm sure there were moments at two years, 10 months, you know, whatever it was, where there may have been moments where you thought, maybe not because you were so focused on your business where you may have doubts or 
you know, reticence about what's to come for you or what's in the cards for you. Maybe not. You may have just always known you were going to find your true love. No, which I, was, I, you know, but, I, I would, it would be cause you know, I'm almost, I'm 34, 30, you know, I'm getting older. 35, you're like, okay, where are you? Where are you? That's what I love. It's like, I tell people that all the time and coachings and stuff. If I told you that your dream man or your dream job is coming in 13 months, it's all going to change. You'd say, okay. And you just kind of have fun and not worry for 13 months. But when you have to live that time and you don't have that faith and you don't know it's hard. So just the fact that you had this card that you read for years, uh, right? Yes. He's so inspired. And then there it was. Okay. And so you don't, because you don't want to be like, oh my God, like I have this card. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was so, but you know, now knowing him, he's yeah. such a card guy. Yeah. He, that's his, that's his, he, he'll spend hours at Hallmark. All he time. wants to find the right, it, it means Very, something to him to get that. Totally. Right. Yes. Yeah. I, I respect that. We're like yeah. that too. Yeah. So we're at in Maui, we're sitting at the bar in the four seats, sitting outside. And I said, you know what? I need to okay. tell you something. And he's like, oh gosh, he has kids. Oh God. What, you know, like Here comes. he's probably like, oh, she got, the I got her shoe. Hawaii and now all this, all of her stuff's going to come out. Yep. And I said, that card you gave me last night. And he's like, yeah. I said, I've had that in my pantry that I've read for the last three years. And he's like, what? He goes, <laughs> I mean, he couldn't believe it. He's like, if you only saw me at the store at Hallmark, I had like five cards and he goes, I, that one kept pulling. I kept looking. Yeah. That was like drawing me. Oh. And he's like, so I do like the, you know, take that one away. And then he goes, that one kept pulling, you know, I'm like, well, it was, it's been in my, I've had it. I've read it. And he, it mind blown. Nice. So we would go back to the, I went back to the Hallmark. To, so we try like to, I don't, I haven't seen it for since then probably but we bought a few so we would give each other like on our oh, anniversary birthdays or anniversaries you know like just the memory of that to, just to know like you know there's so much power in what you were just saying instead of it's like you know when you get pregnant you're not just going to have the baby you know you you know it's coming or you you have you know you, you have faith that you're you can start you know planning the nursery and you know you're just planning the you know getting it all ready but when we, you realize how powerful the minute you start to, um, you know, I don't know, put the, the energy into something that you really want. And I know we talk about now, like, don't want it because that's just going to show more lack, you know, but I, that's, it's different. I want to talk about that. So we're going to, I want to circle back to that. That's actually really, maybe we can just get into it now because that's actually something that I, I'm going through right now where, because we're in this work, understanding that duality is part of the illusion. There is no good and bad. There's no right or wrong. Everything is always working out. You're always being led. And like you said, sometimes there are roadblocks. Sometimes you're uncomfortable, but of course you are, because if you're never uncomfortable and you just kind of went through life, like, oh yeah, everything's great all the time. I'm good. Why are you even here? What is there yeah, to learn exactly. from? Where's the contrast to grow from? But there was a moment for me recently. I don't know how you feel about this. And because I've been really, really thinking about this, um, about understanding that intellectually and even understanding that in my heart and looking at everything in my life as having been absolutely perfect because it got me here to this moment, and having gratitude for it all. And then going, it's okay to have desires. Of course it is, because there is no wrong. But I mean, it's really okay. And to enjoy having those, I suddenly opened myself up because for a long time, and this is part of what my path was, anytime I had a desire, I was kind of judging myself because I was thinking, you have everything you need. Mm. Just look for the gratitude. What else do you need? But of course, the part of a system that keeps you moving forward, or as Esther Hicks would say, step one, is to have the desire, which of course is out of lack, but we designed it that way. Right. And how fun is it to have a desire and like you have showed us cultivate the feelings of having it and then having that moment where it all sort of unfolds for you as evidence that you are the creator. It's quite thrilling, honestly. It is. And it is why we chose to come here. It is why we're in this body or right. we would just be like, oh, I want to go to Bora Bora <laughs> or, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I have had so many people on my podcast that that are either mediums or, you know, they, you know, talking about when, you know, the other, I mean, Joshua, you yeah. know, like learning that, you know, 
if we, if we just stayed there in the non-physical, you know, there's no want, there's just, we can have anything, but we wanted to do that. We wanted that. We wanted to, you know, when I look at desire, like step one in in Abraham, it's so fun. I will, I will sit in my morning routine and just think of one thing that I think would be so amazing. Yeah. And like the, what if, what if, like I was listening yeah. to something that you were like, who said that about be, Oh, I think Gary about how being a television host, like Oprah. Right. Okay? And so I heard that I go, you know what? I'm going to, that's going to be my, what if, what if I had a television show? Yeah. And I was, I was able to interview people on TV, but I do these, but that's a number one. That's not like, a, it would be fun, you know, but it's doing the things. And I do that with my girls. Like, what if you, one of them, like Presley wants to be like a Joanna Gaines, like, but we didn't know that until we said, you like interior design, you like real estate. I go, what about fixer up? Or you love that mom? I want to be, I want to have my own show on HGTV. Mm-hmm. If that was like in a, a three minute conversation. And now it's like, but once you get that desire and that step one, and then you start moving forward, you're like, then you start, all of the stuff comes. And it's specific. So the momentum starts moving. Like, you're, like you were doing this gesture where the momentum's going. Right. So also your daughter, Paige, we should introduce your daughters. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you are a mother of two beautiful daughters who, I mean, if you look at Ashley's Instagram, you will see they are quite exceptional human beings. Um, they are brilliant and beautiful and I mean, you can actually take a second to go ahead and brag about their accomplishments right now, because there are many, if you want to take the floor on that, (laughs) you know, I, I just don't, you know, raising them pages 16 and Presley's 13 and, you know, having them like you had your babies, even though they're little now at an older age. So I had all my twenties and thirties really to do what I did and to know, like, when I have these kids, I'm going to they're going to learn all this stuff before they leave my house. So, you know, they started pageants when they were eight. That was a postcard on that came in the mail. I've never done pageants in my life. Wouldn't even know where to begin. And we just faked it, (laughs) bought the dresses on eBay, did her hair before laid in rollers. You know, we didn't know anything. Yeah. But I knew they wanted that, but it's like when you have children that talk about passions or that sound like I was going to leave the, we went to go to the meeting to learn about this pageant thing. I was ready to sneak out. Yeah, sure. You're (laughs) like, I, we're not doing mom. I want to do this. I'm like, what you do? Like all I knew was that toddlers and tiaras, you know, like the yeah, oh yeah, reality shows where these mothers and these kids are. I don't want them to wear makeup. I wanted them to be pure. And well, this pageant didn't wear makeup until they turned thirteen, so there was only chapstick, and it was all about speaking and interview oh, yes. and spokesmodel, and so and it came from them authentically, from genuinely, yes. and also by the way, again, kudos to you because you really have to let go of what other people think you there may be people in your life that would think that you, it came from you. Right. Which is fine too, but it didn't. No. And so you have to go, this is what they want. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's have fun it's with like, this. Okay. Presley yeah. was too little to want to do it. So we do it with Paige. She doesn't win. She cries the whole way home. <laughs> and I'm like, what are we doing this for? <laughs> right. But <laughs> Why did I do this? So, I mean, long story short, we've had an amazing, they've had an amazing pageant life, eight years of it. Paige is Presley won when she was 10. So that was fun. But Paige has always been first runner up. And it's always been this like, oh, mom, I just it's like tasting it. It's almost worse getting first runner up. And so this summer she won Miss California. And she was so she's so excited. It was just like, I could go back and relive that memory just and like I could be done now like it. Right. You know what I mean? Like yeah, she felt course. that feeling. Yeah. Um, but it's it, the confidence that that's brought them. And um, it, it, it's, it, you can't even, I can't I even see tell them you. speaking extemporaneously so far beyond their years. Additionally, with the tools that you have now given your daughters and are now giving unimaginable number of children and young adults and teenagers. So how does that play into it? These tools that they now have. Um, because you've been teaching them that they're limitless, that the only thing limiting them are their beliefs. And what is that like navigating, you know, 
I mean, let me just say, you know, bullies at school or, you know, bad grades on tests or getting runner up over and over, which you and I both know is the greatest lesson, right? Right. When I used to do recitals, my parents would kind of secretly hope I would mess up because they thought that would be a growth experience. So yeah, how does this play into raising these two beautiful girls? Yeah. I mean, you'll do the same what you'll, I'm sure you're doing the same with yours, but you don't, you don't realize until they get to this age that what you've put instilled in them, it, it like you, the fruit of my labor is, is showing up now. Yeah. And it's just so amazing to see like all those little time we did our gratitude and I made you to give compliments every day, you know, the morning routines that we still do. I mean, it's like, what do you do? What's the morning routine? We do our prayer, uh, the, the morning prayer. This is the day the Lord hath made. We do that. And then we do IMs and that goes on. Probably we do like 20 of those and we, it's, it's kind of like, we all know it. So it's all in unison. Yeah. Oh. And then after like the 20th, and then we'll, I'll say, I am the number one podcast that we'll kind of do our own thing. And the girls will say, I am Miss California. You know, we'll start, yeah. you know, rattling off what we want. Yeah. And then, um, what kind we'll of talk- IMs are before you guys break off? Um, I am beautiful. I am strong. I am safe. I am healthy. I am amazing. I'm a good friend. I'm loving. I'm kind. That kind of stuff. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> Just think my doing this with your daughter. Sorry. I'm so emo. Okay. Oh, and sorry. then you have your own things. I am a television host. I am the host of HGTV. I am, yes. a, you know, interior design show. Okay. And then you enjoy mm-hmm. that. Okay. Right. And then we kind of go on our little thing. And then, um, and then we talk about, the gratitude, like what we, what was the most grateful feeling of the weekend or yesterday, or can you talk about that? We used to, we have a journal that we haven't been doing it this year. We, I don't know why, but every year I have a whole um, bookshelf when they're little and you can see their writing. Like I am great. Or even if they couldn't write, they would write the picture. They would draw Mm -hmm. the picture, the gratitude, but we'd every day. And then the five people they were going to give compliments to And they have to give like one intention, like I'm going to get an A in math or whatever. So it's, I always say like when kids learn intention, instead of just floating around and like, I'm just going to school or they get up with the morning routine and they learn vibration. And, you know, I can't, you know, I run in the morning and I come home, I'm happy. They come downstairs for breakfast and there's no room for, there's no movement in the vibration because I'm already here. They know they have to come to here. Yes. There's not, Oh, I'm tired or, Oh, I don't feel that they don't, they can't because I've already raised the, I've been the thermostat, right? Yeah. I've all, they've all there. They would be so surprised. Oh, mom's sleeping in. What? (laughs) Well, this is something about you that honestly, I've always also admired because right now I think my kids are the thermostat because they wake up just so happy to be alive. And because they're little, I wake up like, yeah, I need caffeine. <laughs> I mean, so, yeah. so, but then seeing their joy in the morning makes me so happy. And of course I can't wait to just give them kisses and snuggles. Right. I just right. can't wait. Right. Um, but, but I, I do love that. And you are like that, you know, you are naturally closer to the state of who we are, which is aligned in love, joyful, a run always does that. I will say I went for a run this morning. If it's, it's very, it's a good way for me personally to yeah, me bob to the surface. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Yeah. I don't know what we were talking about, but. Oh no, no. So we're t- but it, well, I made you talk about your morning ritual because I actually was curious. Oh yeah. Really what that is because that's and setting an intention. Mm-hmm. I do think is important for everyone. It's just a, fo- it's a focus. This is all practice and focus and intention sets that focus. Right. And it's like, you know, when you think of kids that are on their TikToks and their heads are down, I mean, my age of kids, they only have a half hour to an hour. They have limits. It depends on if it's during the week or, and I just, it's like, get your head up. What are you going to do today? Like, let's make an intention, but they don't, um, you know, I feel like the kids that I've been even taught in my classes when, when the parents realize what I'm teaching them, like even just week one is the morning routine. Yeah. Um, they're like, wow, that's a whole different ball game in this house in the morning. Like it's so different. And I, and I'm realizing, uh, you know, when, when you don't realize if we need, when you don't figure out how to keep that happy as a mom, really, like I would say it's majority of the moms, how to keep that 
vibration high. Mm-hmm. I always tell the girls, if you go to school down here, it takes a lot longer to get it's a up lot here. of work to get back yes. up than to maintain. It's so true, yeah. which is why, you know, our practices are so important. You know, meditation that's in the morning. That's what gets me there before, you know, I've obviously, I actually only started drinking caffeine this year. Can you believe it? Oh, really? Yeah. I never, ever, ever had caffeine. Um, but, but I enjoy it and I have tea. It's not that. (laughs) Yeah. I have coffee, (laughs) but you know, the meditation I've taught, they we've done tea house meditations on, on Alexa. You just go, Alexa, play tea house meditation. Oh, that's cool. Three minute. They've done it since they were little. So I would go in, say, do our little reading or whatever. And then I turn the light off and I would say, Alexa, play tea house meditations. So they would be, I would leave, shut the door and they would do their, you could pick like, do you want to relax? Do you, yeah, she gives you an option. Um, but so they, I wanted them to be in practice of, you know, how important meditation is. So now it's like, you know, a muscle. It's yeah. just, they know, they see me, you know, they understand that I do that. It's, I teach that, but I just, you know, for, I'm so such a believer now as a 16, the 16 year old and 13 year old making choices, their values, the bullies, they, they know they're on their journey. we laugh all the time. Mom, she's on her journey. That's I said, right. you're right. And it's not going to affect me. And I said, no, it's not because it has nothing to do with you. I was just going to say, it has nothing to do with you, and which is so beautiful. The victim doesn't, uh, we don't, we don't take that. The victim doesn't exist. And to know as a, as a kid, to know that you are free from that yeah. and you'll never be able to be the victim is such a freeing feeling. And when I know when they leave, they're like, they're not, the, they'll never be the victim. They know they it's all perfect. I mean, we talk the same language as we do. Um, everything's perfect. You know, that was for you. If you got a, you know, missed whatever on your test, She'll say, okay, well, I didn't, you know, why, you know, just that it's fine. It's perfect, but it must've needed to teach you something. You must have to study longer. Maybe you need a tutor, you know, all the things, but it's not a victim. Exactly. You know, it's so interesting. I remember the first moment that I had that concretely with Pearl, we were at the park and her best friend said something to her and she came back to me in tears and she said, you know, so-and-so made me cry because she said I couldn't do X, Y, and Z. And I said, okay, first of all, no one can make you feel anything. She can't make you cry. Only you can decide that you're sad about something, but she can't control you and also can't tell you what to do. You are free. You can do whatever you want to do. Someone can try to control you and you can decide to be controlled, but you don't have to. And this girl walks around since that day saying, I am free. You can't make, you can't make me feel anything, which also, by the way, sometimes bites me in the tush. Backs, She's says, <laughs> you can't make, and I'm like, no, fair, but I am your mom and I'm in charge right now. So <laughs> this is happening, but I, you are right. You are free and you don't have to do it, but I'm going to tell you to do it. <laughs> oh, funny. But it's just these, these little nuggets being planted on the daily to empower our youth, right? Mm-hmm. To not to understand they're not victims. And right. it, I'm, I'm excited because I'm on this end of it to see that, that there is, like you said, there's the fruits of the labor, right? Where you can see how it affects their development. And that's really thrilling for me to hear and very comforting. Yeah, so and amazing. I love the tea tree also. That's a great nugget. I would do sometimes one minute before bed, um, but also they see me meditate a lot. So they- you know, my son who's two will right. sit and he say, I meditate, you know, I, oh. I'm meditating, you know, or whatever <laughs> it is, because they do listen. I do crossword puzzles every day because I saw my mom do crossword puzzles. Oh, so huh. they, we do lead by example and they do mimic our behavior. Right. So if, yeah. you, if you're doing that in practice, they're going to be more apt to then absorb it. But yeah, I love they do that. what you do, right? Not what you yeah. say. <laughs> right. Oh, there's one story. I will tell you this. So both my kid, my daughter does this thing when there's something she doesn't like that happens. She throws her head back and goes, Ugh. and now my two-year-old son is doing it. So if I say, we got to go brush your teeth, he goes, and, <laughs> and I kept saying, oh my gosh, you got that from your sister. Well, I was with them alone for an entire day this weekend doing all this fun things, but I realized 
there were a million times during the day where something would happen. The music would cut out and I'd go, oh, and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Funny. They just, we're all doing it. Yes. Like this, it's me. And you know, your children basically just are, I mean, of course, everyone's a mirror in your life, but they are straight mirrors reflecting back to you at all times. Yeah. And it's so powerful. But you know, like, you know, how many moms we know now, you know, in our life and watching them and complaining about their kids doing certain things. And I'm like, well, that's what you do. Right. (laughs) Of course they do that. And by the way, not for nothing, but when you hear your friends talk about their mothers and the things they do and you say, that's you. That's for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you do. And that's why it's activating you. Right. Because it's a mirror for you of all the things that you don't like about yourself. So it is, makes sense that it's activating, right? Yeah. Oh, totally. You know, I think I always, I love that because we know that so well now about any trigger in me is a reflection of what's going on. You know, any, if you trigger me, it's like, what's in me? Like, geez, it's in me. And I love, I love being triggered now because it's like, oh, it's so cool to see like, huh, what is it? What am I? And then I was teaching the girls about that. The other, I mean, we talk about it for a long time, but we were talking, I, I always use it when we have it in our life, I'll say, do you see how that person reacted to that situation? It's in them. Mm-hmm. It's has, I, I said, I wouldn't have reacted that way because I don't have that in me. That's right. And so when you teach your kids, like show them the examples that they surround them every day and that how they can cope better at school. When, I mean, Paige is in high school, it's big high school. She's a junior. She's just at a different, she's in a, she's been raised by me. It's not an easy thing to go fit into these groups. There's not, she's like, mom, I'm, she's calling me every, she's, I'm surprised she hasn't called me yet, but it's like constant. Well, you just, something that just popped in my head too, that you're doing. First of all, I know that in these courses, we know this is just as much for the parents. Yes. Right. And I know also Ashley does one-on-one coaching. So this is, I am sure, and all of our children are teaching us, right? So these children are getting these tools and they're teaching their parents. Totally. Um, but what made me, what's, what just snapped in my head that I find so fascinating is these tools are not just for the other kids, their cliques, their friends, their, the boys, the girls, but the teachers to be able to see their teachers as people and maybe having an experience too, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with them. I thinking about how I used to identify with whether or not I was validated by my teachers. I'm just going to be honest. I yes. Always, I like, was like that too. Yeah. I needed their validation to, to the point where in college, my acting teacher knew that about me and could stand that about me. So, she, oh, funny. You know, so I definitely created that perfect storm, but to then give them the tools, like you don't need it validation from anyone outside you, not only the kids, but the teachers that mm-hmm. that comes from within and they'll reflect whatever you're feeling about yourself. So if you are feeling insecure about something and a teacher or, you know, an authority figure says something to you, it's just showing you what your beliefs are about yourself. And it's not true. But I remember being a teacher telling me something, getting in trouble, it would ruin my entire day. I mean, I would be a wreck. You probably remember exactly what those things are to this day. I do. I tell them all the time. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Because it's so, it just indelibly etched into our mm-hmm. beings and was we and we scripted them to do that right we designed it that way yeah but it's really amazing how impressionable we are and how much that meant right but still like that goes back to the victim like teaching yes. kids like you know if your teacher is that if it's a reaction that you you know something it's, it's in you it's the same thing as if a friend tells you something it's it's every it's everywhere like but when you when Paige goes to school oh really both of them but Paige is at a we moved her from a little private school to a bigger private school uh, just so she needed to get acclimated before real world yeah and she's like mom I don't connect with anybody Mm -hmm. I don't have that I don't know like I don't want to go to a party like people you know this big party thing comes into ninth grade and they're all doing all the stuff she's she's I don't want to go. I don't want to match. She's like, mom, I'm not a party girl. (laughs) And I said, that's fine. I said, maybe you go one day just to experience it, you know? And she's like, no, mom, what if the police came and I would be there? And she goes through this whole thing. I don't even want to be associated in that kind of a thing. I don't want to be, I don't want girls to think, I just don't 
belong in at that. I would feel just out of place. Um, but yeah, it just sometimes Wait, can we just stop. No, uh, uh-uh, we're not blowing over that, that this is the example of the parents saying to the child, you should go to the party. Maybe I'm going to try the party. She says, I don't, I don't want to go to the party, right. but I just love that because you come from the point of view is it's always about the experience. Right. And, and of course, it, that, that it says so much, but yeah, it's like right now she's not a match to some of the kids around her. So she doesn't, it's just not yeah, feeling like her people yet. No, How does that make not. you feel? Fine. We just okay, laugh. Good. She laughs about it now. She's really learned how to, she, they both, um, she does crew. She's on the crew team Yeah, and, um, has found that to be her little COVID. She was always in musical theater and mm-hmm. loves singing, but the pageant, she still does her singing. So that kind of fills that void, but crew now is six days a week and she's found her thing. She loves yeah, it. She wants to, true. she wants to be in the Olympics now. It's like, it's just so cute, but that was another like, um, kind of calling. She, we didn't know, but I always, with, with these kids that I'm working with, if they love something, but they're not doing it, you need to go try it. You need to see what's, why is that? There's something that inspired thought, right? Push like past the fear, push past it and just try it. You never know. Like mm-hmm. Paige would never have tried rowing. She didn't even know what that was. She was like, what is that? Yeah. And now, and now it's she like, has this completely new community, this yeah. new passion and the people that she are, she's found her people. Right. Yeah. Or so, one of one of the many communities that she's a part of. I, these girls are truly. And by the way, I always say this and you know it, which is we can't take credit for when our kids are, are lost, but we can't take credit for when they're doing well. So I'm going to give them all, you know, but yeah. I, I want to give you all the credit. <laughs> but no. it's like, I'm like, no, no, no. They're their own people. It has nothing yeah. to do with me. If they're serial killers, they're serial killers. If they're, yeah. you know, secretary of state that's it's all yeah it's part of their it's their journey their journey (laughs) but I do have to say that I I find that I'm very proud of them when I see them and and that's not to say that they won't have moments in their life where they need to find their way right and that's a part of it and they're so lucky that they chose you but you obviously chose each other Mm -hmm. you're they're your other soulmates Richard and your baby girls and your life is so beautiful and you are so beautiful inside and out. But I think one of the reasons you look the way you do, you look so young and gorgeous. It's because this light is always emanating from you, your positivity, but not this false inauthentic trying to be positive. It's a true, honest connection to your source. And it's a very deep desire to be in alignment and to find the lesson and the positivity and the why and the really approach everything with curiosity and obviously your warmth and you're in service of so many people. So I just want to say on behalf of every life that you've touched and will continue to touch and people you have yet to meet. Thank you. Oh, Jackie, you're so so much to say that it's an honor to know you and just thank you so much for coming on the evolution pod club. Oh, so fun. So honored to even be asked when oh, I said, stop. Oh my gosh. But you know, it's so funny. I side note, I think once I start, cause I listen to your podcast, it's my normal, like I it's make sure I'm up to date, you know, oh, so- I do if, if it, if one's dark, you know, I haven't read, I make sure it's like all actually I do. And just cause I follow you and I love you and I, you inspire me and I love li- listening and learning from you. And when I, and I just love looking at your videos of the kids and following that and getting my joy from you enjoying that age and knowing how precious those moments are and how, you know, you just don't take that time for granted, like that you just soak that up and how much you, you dial into that, you know, and I love that because I, I relate to that because I I don't go back and think and look at your videos. Why didn't I do that? Why wasn't I more present? Shoot. And now look, they're teenagers and they're going to be gone in a couple of years. I don't have that. I know I did exactly what you do and just know in your heart that you're going to see when, oh gosh, when Pearl gets to be 16 and getting ready to drive a car and you're like, oh, I did it. I was with her every step of the way. And you know that. So, so my thing was, uh, I never like, I know I can't be where you're at for my whole life, but I wish I could like, oh, if I could just be where you're at and just stop time. But as you, as you realize and know that 
you can't, <laughs> um, you really just, and I know I'm so present. I mean, every single moment. I mean, I, and I say it out loud. Okay. You know, it's Sunday. Let's, in, let's sit here and watch a movie or let's be together. And, you know, tomorrow's, you know, school. I mean, I'm so, I'm always like saying things like that. We're on a trip. Okay. This is day one. We only have five. <laughs> let's savor yes. every moment, you know, like, yes. but I live my life with that, that way with those girls. But when you get to 16 and Pearl's getting ready to get her driver's license. And that's where I'm at with Paige. And you're in this, in the passenger seat and she has her hands on the steering wheel and you're like, what, how did I get oh, here? Oh God, I can't even imagine. How did I get here? That's what I'm doing now. And I, and you sit here and you look and you think I did, I was present. I've instilled in her so many values. She's, I mean, we're, it's a team. We've worked together. You know, she's doing her thing. It's not like I'm the one, you know, when I sit there and watch her and know that that's, you know, we all get our driver's license, right? We all learned how, <laughs> but as a mom, that just doesn't even come. You can't even imagine that feeling. Yeah. And to see her in the, see her in a car and buy like, I, Oh, please I, God. But I, you know, I, when you realize where we're at now on our journey of learning and trusting and knowing that whatever is coming into her life, is for her highest good. She's figured, I mean, I mean, I, it's such a, it makes when you see that when you're in that passenger car, <laughs> all of our tea, all of the stuff we've learned in our life, it makes that so much more peaceful in my head as a mom. And I, I remember thinking, oh, I never want to see her turn 16. Mm -hmm. I just could imagine. And I'm like, mom, did you, I'm not, my mom, I remember my mom. Bye. <laughs> Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> hope you figure out how to drive that stick. Oh God. Yeah. Right. Me too. <laughs> I hope you know how to change a tire. I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> it's so beautiful. It is. And I love that you can look back and say, I was present. Yeah. I made the most. I've earned this time. And you're right. It does make you feel peaceful. And I even feel it now in certain times, you know, watching them ride a bike where I think, they're going to get hurt. And if it happens, it's for them. And that is part of their journey. And I wouldn't want to erase right. their experiences because it's going to make them who they are intending to be in this life. Exactly. And it does help. And then it also hurts anyway, but yes. there's a part of you anyway that, it, but you know what I'm saying? Where that faith comes in and that does, it does help a lot. Yeah, piece. for sure. But you know, you'll be that way. Cause you're going to be this mom that just does this, a beautiful thing, their, their whole childhood. And, you know, when I, when I see these families that I've been working with and I don't know, do you realize we only get one childhood, <laughs> you know, like we don't do get redos, but when you realize all of our limiting beliefs are basically, I mean, your, your kids are at the, like Pearl's done with hers pretty much, yeah. you know? <laughs> yep. And so you think of like how you know, this is, we're doing, we're like the programmers. We are, we're the conditioners we're yeah. conditioning, but they, they knew that and they right. chose us to do that. And we are fulfilling our roles yes. to do that. Yeah. But we're trying to do it. That's what I love. That exactly. Yeah. Is what I love to know. I love that feeling. And if people get that, like, yes, they chose us. Yes. And we decided that we would comply. Yeah. <laughs> And do all those, do what we're supposed to do. Like my mom signed up to do that. That's like, right. Well, I think wow, about mom. that when I, if I lose, if I sort of like lose it about something and I start beating myself up and I think, well, we have a contract. They chose me for all the reasons. Yeah. And this was one of them. And maybe it's a part of the resilience. You know, I, it's just, I'm constantly trying to remind myself they chose us. Mm-hmm. You know, and for these reasons, just like you said, we chose our parents for all the wacky shit. Right. I'm like, geez, you did a, you really signed up for a big job. Right. But look at you now. <laughs> it's funny. Oh, thank you yeah. so much. I just want you to know it is your story is in my head. I know it's going to affect a lot of people. It really does make me feel like anything's possible. And it makes me excited to cultivate those feelings and to really dig into the imagination of it and the joy of it. And the feeling space of all the things we've ever wanted. 
I just love you. Thank you. I love you too. So much. You, you really are an amazing bright light in this world. And I think of the talent that you have that, you know, and where your focus is now with your kids and the love you have for your friends that I listen to. And it's just, you have such a full life and your marriage. It's like, when I visualize your life and, you know, when you were saying in, I think the, the Shoshana podcast, like, well, gosh, my life is so good right now. Like, do I have to come back and live? Yeah. It? I don't <laughs> want to do this. Again. I'm like, yeah, can we just make this stretch this one out? Because I feel like that means, <laughs> oh man, I, you know, who knows what I'm going to sign up for in the next life. I just, don't know. I know. Just tell me they just keep getting better and better. Okay. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> okay. I love you as always. With Ashley Goner, please go check out her website. Please go learn more about her. Follow her on Instagram. See everything we've been talking about. Listen to her podcast, Uncover Your Magic. It is truly so uplifting. She has incredible guests. She does incredible things. She gets the best out of everyone. Thank you for being here with love. Thank you so much, Jackie. As always, this is Jackie Seiden. Sending love.